challenge for the Bharatiya Janata Party in Karnataka elections 2023 is really whether it can transform itself from an old narrative to a new one. An old narrative which was confined by social arithmetic and dominated by regional leaders to a new narrative where perhaps the party matters much more and the Prime Minister's image is the central focus. As many observers call it, can it transform from the Karnataka model to the Gujarat model? It's not an easy transition to make and these elections will test on that process moving forward. This dramatic procession in the Hubli Darwaj central constituency is with the BJP's candidate Mahesh Tenginakkai as he went to file his nomination papers. A general secretary in the state BJP contesting an assembly election for the first time. Thinginakkai was a shock replacement for former Chief Minister Jagdish Shetar, who has been an undefeated BJP MLA since 1994. Shetar quit the party and joined the Congress soon after being denied a ticket. I'm on a campaign truck with Mahesh Tenginakai, the BJP candidate for Hubli Darwad Central constituency, as he's going to file his nominations. So, Mr. Tenginakai, you are very confident of victory here? Sri, our leader, Pralajis, is with me. There is full confidence that Hubli Darwad Central Vidhan Sahitra, once again, Bharti Janta Party, Clear victory is there. No, but uh, you are not worried about the fact that Mr. Shetter has represented this constituency from 1994. The iteration here is that it's the party that holds sway and not the candidate. Prime Minister's image is the main focus. The candidate only comes next. BJP as an organization, it is one of the strongest organizations in the Karnataka and people who are winning, either it is me or previously Mr. Shetter, it is because of the organization we have won and it is because of the popularity of uh, uh, party we have won. And in recent days, it is in recent years, it is the popularity of Sri Narendra Modi, which has contributed greatly for the victory, victory here in this part of Karnataka and the Karnataka as a whole. <laughs> Shetter is challenging exactly that narrative. He took out a massive rally to file his nomination papers as a Congress candidate. He comes from a family devoted to the RSS and was instrumental in building the BJP in the Hubali Darwad area. When uh, self-respect is halted, then it is inevitable for me. And regarding ideology is concerned, all ideologies ends to the Janakalyana. It is welfare of the people, welfare of the ordinary people. All parties, 
either BJP or Congress. Everybody's aim, last aim, Janakalyana. So, uh, I always in that direction. So, I am making Janakalyana here. Now, I continue to Janakalyana in Congress party. The Congress has portrayed Shetar's case as an insult by the Bharatiya Janata Party to a leader from the powerful Lingayat sect, which constitutes an estimated 17% of the state's population and is the core vote base of the BJP. In 1990, the Congress led by Rajiv Gandhi unceremoniously dismissed powerful Lingayat leader Virendra Patil. Patil was forced to step down as chief minister even though he had led the Congress to a monumental victory just a year earlier in 179 of the 224 assembly seats. The dismissal was perceived as an insult to Lingayat pride and since then the Congress hasn't been able to recover that vote base. The party hopes that showing respect to the likes of Shetar and former Deputy Chief Minister Lakshman Sabdi, who also quit the BJP after being denied a ticket, will help it march back into Lingayat territory. For decades, the Congress's state unit has been dominated by non-Lingayat leaders like Siddharamaya and DK Shivkumar, who are in charge of the party now. But suddenly, its outreach to the sect is the focus of Rahul Gandhi's campaign in North Karnataka. In this process, its own young leaders like Rajat Ullagadimath, who was hoping to be the Congress candidate against Shetta, will now have to work for him. So Rajat, uh, you would have possibly been the candidate of the Congress party had Mr. Shetter not jumped over. Is there a sense of disappointment? Not at all. Congress is significant for sacrifice. My candidature is sacrifice to fill the honor which BJP did not give to a tall Lingayat leader who built BJP from bricks to the tower. Shetter and Tenginakai both belong to the Lingayat sect which dominates the BJP's core vote base. And the point to prove for the ruling party is that the seat and the sect are the party's preserve, even if a leader leaves it. Home Minister Amit Shah himself has been focused on that effort. There are typically three kinds of seats. One, where the party controls the narrative. The second, where candidates control the narratives. And these are those seats where candidates can shift parties at ease and still win. And third, where parties and candidates matter. The challenge for the BJP to increase the number of seats where the party controls the narrative. While the BJP as a party and Hindutva as an ideology has its sway in coastal Karnataka and with the Lingayat sect backing is strong in large parts of Mumbai and central Karnataka, it is largely dependent on candidate power in other areas. This limitation has meant that the BJP has never been able to cross the 112-seat halfway mark on its own in the southern state. And has had to depend on powerful candidates backed by caste, sect and money power who control their seats to form a government, like it did in 2019 when 17 Congress and JDS MLAs resigned and shifted over.
Above all else, one individual has held sway over the party, and that's B.S. Yadurappa. We are outside the politically most powerful home here in Shikaripura, perhaps one of the most politically powerful homes in Karnataka. It is from here that since 1983, B.S. Yadurappa has held sway over Shikaripura constituency. Only once has he lost an election in 1999. In 2023, 30 years after B.S. Yadurappa entered the Legislative Assembly, in a sense, the legacy the political legacy of Shikaripura is being transferred down to his youngest son, B.Y. Vijayendra. The prayers to the gods are a mandatory ritual as Vijayendra officially enters electoral politics. Sir, any sense of nervousness as you are going to file your nomination? No question of nervousness, but of course it's a great opportunity, it's a pride, mm. because I'll be uh, stepping into father's constituency, yeah. in the constituency which has been ruled huh. or blessed by the people of Shikarpur yeah. Yeah. Uh, for, for almost uh, four decades. Huh. So I'm really blessed to contest from this constituency where father had, uh, yeah. had been winning from last four, four decades. Vijendra's older brother, P.Y. Raghavendra, is the member of parliament from Shivamoga and this close-knit family is firmly in control of politics in this region. He has a uh, class leader. Afterwards, in sports also, he, he, he acts as a, a captain for uh, any team uh, events. So like this, uh, his leadership also improved uh, in political field also. So as a uh, youngster, uh, total whole Karnataka. Did you play cricket together, the two of you, when you were young? Uh, we'll make a uh, play chess, not cricket, uh -huh. and kabaddi also. Uh -huh. You know what you uh, in Canada we're telling goli, 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Up to fourth, we we all are studied here only. Then, and who would win in those games in the young days? Would you let go as the elder brother? Yeah, yeah, no, as a not as a brother, but he's also very talented in sports, okay. and uh, so okay. coming this, he is also okay. good future in politics. Hey! 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 In Shikaripura and these parts of Karnataka, it's clear who the leader is. Don't look at Europe only for Karnataka. His wings, if you utilize us, in the sense high command utilizes, it will help you a lot in Maharashtra also, and Andhra Pradesh, Telangana, Tamil Nadu, Kerala, and all the southern states, his wings may be utilized for Bharatiya Janata Party. He is contesting only because his 80-year-old father, a key architect for the BJP's rise in the state, had to abide by the party's decision on the 75-year age cap and step down as chief minister in 2020, as well as retire from electoral politics. In politics, retirements may never be permanent. What do you see for yourself in the future? You see, I myself take a decision not to contest for assembly election. And also, uh, almost all, uh, even though I am not retired from the politics, I am touring in the state, just like Ishwarapa also taken the same decision. So, according to me, Modiji and Amitbhai, the leadership, uh, you will come uh, five, six times in Karnataka, 
and we are going to get absolute majority and we are going to form the government despite that endorsement he remains the force to reckon with a regional satrap who can't be overshadowed or ignored even by a powerful prime minister his stature stems from his sway over the lingayat sect and ability to build coalitions beyond party lines there is absolutely no charismatic leader or leader worth the name in lingayats not giving him any prominence it is going to affect to a certain extent definitely it is going to affect. it is a white ball of ice cream narendra modi some edurappa is required like a red cherry it to make it more attractive and more acceptable the influence that religious mats have over karnataka politics is a widely discussed topic whether it is a national or regional politician they all seek the blessings of seers when they arrive here in karnataka and private conversations with politicians and political observers often reveal how mats have played a crucial role in bringing about a compromise say between two warring political candidates or even dictating who a candidate should be for a particular constituency Yadurappa's sway over the Mats has been instrumental in his success. When he broke the party in 2012, it collapsed in the 2013 assembly elections. The BJP has only emerged as the single largest party when Yadurappa was firmly in charge in 2008 and 2018. In many ways, retiring him was the first and most risky step. the attempt to change narratives the lingayat vote is firmly with the bjp 101% there is no doubt about it wherever the some misunderstandings we will want to convince them what exactly happened about jagdish shetter and alakonds bs edurappa avarge but he could not take the party beyond the 112 seat halfway mark on its own in an assembly election and that's because the bjp under him was confined by the caste and sect arithmetic of karnataka however the man who replaced him as chief minister basavaraj bommai also from the lingayat sect is not seen to have the same mass appeal as his predecessor this road show to file nominations at his shigaon constituency with the bjp national president jp nadda and popular kannada actor kicha sudeep by his side was to bolster the chief minister's image Bombay has had to combat corruption allegations, dissidents in the party and the perception of a weak leadership. What about the issues of dissent within you have Jagdish Shetter going out of the party? There is a sense that there are many different camps in operation in Delhi. Is that true? No, no, no. There are no camps. There is only one camp that is BJP camp. And BJP with our leader Narendra Modi ji has got certain principles. We go by principles. and we don't change our principles from one election to another election so there will be some kind of hard burn to somebody when such principles are operated this is nothing but natural but our party has got a capacity to digest all this because our strength is the people our strength is the leadership of narendra modi ji and our workers barring a few pockets hardline hindutva has also failed to emerge as an overarching narrative that could tide over caste and sect divisions 
This is despite decisions such as withdrawal of reservations for Muslims just before polls were announced or controversies like the one around Tipu Sultan. Yedurappa himself was the moderate and coalition builder who kept away from that hardline agenda and perhaps an impediment to it. And as the battle for Karnataka heads into its last phase, Home Minister Amit Shah, the BJP's maverick poll strategist, has his task cut out. करारी हार मिलेगी और मोदी जी के नेतृत्व में कर्नाटक में फिर से एक बार भारतीय जनता पार्टी की सरकार The BJP today faces a triple challenge in these polls to beat anti-incumbency, contain damage by dissidents and rise over the social arithmetic. And it's relying almost entirely on a blitzkrieg campaign by the Prime Minister to do that. It's not the state leaders like we have seen Yedurappa and all holding the, being the big faces of the BJP in the past elections. This time you think it is all entirely the Prime Minister who is going to be the main focus? Certainly the reason, other regional leaders are all, the, all there, but it is the Mr. Prime Minister who is our main uh, star campaigner. And he can beat the anti-incumbency that Absolutely. the... Absolutely, he can. He is known for beating beating anti-incumbency. He creates that pro-incumbency wave, and uh, he is going to do that in Karnataka also. But can he do it in a southern state, which has to date been decisively different while voting in an assembly election, as compared to a parliamentary one? In Bengaluru, with video journalist Govind Murthy, this is Veeraragav, NDTV.